You are listening to the Aesthetic Vibes podcast and I'm your host Amy. I have a background working in a corporate environment for over 15 years. I'm a doctor, a lecturer, a lawyer and a published author. This podcast is a look inside my brain. I cover relevant and totally irrelevant topics, ranging from self-help and advice to the spooky and scary, a little bit of true crime, mental health. I also like to tell some stories along the way. My goal is to spread aesthetic vibes whilst discussing these topics. Okay, with all that being said, let's hang out. Welcome to today's episode. At the time of recording, we're in the new year, 2023. We are a couple of days in. I hope that everybody has had an excellent New Year's. We spent it relaxing, uh, we had a few drinks, we played some games, um, we just had a bit of fun, um, which was actually really, really nice. So today's episode, I want to focus on New Year's and New Year's resolutions or goals or whatever you want to call them. I'm a firm believer that you do not need to wait until the new year to form new habits. Any day or time is appropriate, which is why I don't personally believe in resolutions. I will share with you guys later a little bit around the um, the things I'm looking forward to for 2023, but I don't make resolutions as such. And I'll explain why um, in a moment. So for me, it's about whenever you're ready, it's time to make that change. I once had a friend um, and <laughs> nearly every Monday she'd be like... Um, I'm starting, I'm starting a new diet and, you know, whatever the, the trend diet was at the time, she would um, be starting that on a Monday and, um, she, you know, she'd say this on a Thursday, Friday type thing and for her to be able to go on that diet, she would make sure that she's eaten everything that's remotely like junk foodie from her house and then she'd be like, okay, Monday's the day <laughs> and I was always like... But if you want to start, start now. And she's like, no, 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 I can't start. It has to be fresh. It has to be a Monday. So I was like, fucking hell. Which, look, if that works for you, great. But clearly it didn't. She was doing it every Monday. <laughs> she was literally every Monday starting a new diet. I remember there was one diet she was on and it was like eggs and berries or some shit like that. And she was just like extreme diets. Like when back in like, I don't know, like 15 odd years ago, um, and people were doing like ridiculous diets. That's the era of the ridiculous diets. So there is no uh, best time, if you like. And, you know, now is as good as it gets for me. If you make a decision to start a new habit or do something new, um, you know, you may as well start now. Why not start right this very second? I understand the thinking behind building a supportive environment to meet these goals. For example, you know, she didn't want to be around junk food, but you will be at some point in your diet. So it's a lens of self-control that you need to develop, not let's get rid of every junk food item on the planet because you will be around it. You're going to go out to a restaurant. You're going to be at a supermarket. You're going to be starving, thirsty, whatever it is, and you might make a not-so-great decision. 
So it's about self-control. And this whole, like, I'm talking about weight loss significantly here. You know, the purpose of this is about resolutions. But weight loss is a big one. Um, and the, the whole, oh, this is bad food. No, it's not bad food. It's maybe you've had too much of that. Side note, so fucking hot in here. It is 32 degrees <laughs> right now the humidity is fucking stacked though so um, I need to get through this <laughs> anyway back on track I get the whole new year new year thing but um, you know being reasonable is also um, a requirement when you're starting this stuff I, the other thing is if you fail or falter at your goal or the thing that you're working towards that's not a bad thing can't be perfect 24 7 and there will be times where we fail and that's completely fine looking at that and going okay that didn't go great okay tomorrow's a new day so let's try again tomorrow and it's that continuing cycle of I'll keep doing this it's like when I see people on social media saying oh I'm gonna quit smoking and then they're like or vaping probably more (laughs) more commonly and then oh I fell off the wagon I'm, I'm vaping again okay cool but if you want to stop you can try stopping now the other thing I think about is when people fail at something and then they don't really apply themselves and then they see fail and then they go oh well I can't physically do this um you know this is not right for me um you have to apply yourself to this stuff right you have to apply yourself um to ensuring that you achieve results it's it's like like uh studying a university degree You don't walk into a law degree or whatever it might be and be like, I know all this. No, you don't. You don't. You know nothing. (laughs) You know, very minimal. The only way you will learn this stuff is, you know, repetition and continuously working on developing and honing those skills. So this really um, comes back to my thinking, and I've touched on this a few times around natural skills versus developing skills. Um, It's kind of like a natural ability thing it doesn't really exist. You might be pretty good at something, but if you don't apply yourself, it's a point, right? We often too learn a lot from when we fail or when we don't um, achieve something to 100% of our requirements or expectations. This is this whole trial and error mindset. And, you know, I think that's a good mindset to be in. And we do a lot of that in the corporate world, trial and error. And I've spoken about that before. The other thing to think about as well is, you know, not beating yourself up if you don't achieve something, being a bit nicer and being like, okay, look, I've had a tough week. Um, It's okay to do the following or it's okay to do the, uh, you know, treat myself, whatever it might be, right? Um, But being nice to yourself and not kind of beating yourself up over stuff. The The other thought process for me is after we do achieve in some capacity, there's that feeling of success. So once we are there, we will feel that and we will go, okay, well, that's something that I'd like to obtain regularly. So then you apply um, and push forward, like almost like a staggered approach, if you like. I also struggle with the all or nothing mentality. And I find this um, extreme thinking now difficult to comprehend, but probably when I was younger, something that I might have um, actually resonated with slow progress is still progress that's better than no progress right if it takes longer than the next person that's completely fine this isn't a race it's a process and it's a journey as cliche as that is it's a journey did you know on average it takes 66 days to build and sustain new habits 
So this stuff takes time. You can't expect to, you know, do it overnight and be 100% successful. And it doesn't have to be one or the other, all or nothing. I'm either completely invested in this or fuck it, I'm not doing it. You know, there is a middle ground and there are different levels and points on that spectrum. You don't have to be all or nothing. You know, there's, um, you know, I was saying the same thing to my husband the other day. We were talking about um, eating healthy and all the rest of it. And he was like, oh, well, I can't eat this. I'm like, well, you can just in moderation and, you know, you just don't need to go so hard at stuff. Like you can slowly plod along and that's totally fine. The other thing to think about is how much are you committing to? I've had um, issues in the past where I've, you know, I've made this big list of stuff that I'm going to do in the new year and I'm looking at it going, holy shit, if I commit myself to all of that, I don't have time to live, work, <laughs> you know, all that type of stuff. So, you know, it might be that you do one thing and then once that's kind of underway and you've been doing it for a while, you do something else same same and off you go and you kind of integrate in this staggered approach otherwise you're you're, you know spinning all these plates what a fucking nightmare another pitfall is creating these big goals that are overwhelming and looking at how do I become successful at this so let's talk weight loss because it's a great example it's on everyone's list of shit that they want to do in 2023 it's brilliant it's brilliant to want to be fit healthy etc But if you've got a goal that is lose 10 kilos and you want to get there by the end of March, how are you going to get there? Like that's just a huge goal. (laughs) It's a massive, massive goal. So it's about breaking it down. So it could be layered approaches, right? So it could be, um, you know what, on a Sunday, I'm going to plan out my meals for the week, which is my breakfast, lunch and dinner. I'm going to meal prep. Um, I'm going to secondly remove unnecessary snacking third I'm going to reduce my alcohol intake fourth uh, maybe I'll exercise every day in some format whether that's you know going for a walk or whatever it is and then tracking this because the only way you will understand success is if you're tracking it whether that's you know measuring you know your body circumference and weighing in or whatever it might be but knowing what those goals are in the smaller pieces that feed into the greater and then tracking along the way. Otherwise, how will you know what's successful? And then the, the next month you go, oh, well, what actually worked here? So first and foremost is, you know, determining what we want to do in 2023, making some sort of list of some description of things that maybe you're going to look forward to or things that you want to achieve. I just step away from calling them New Year's resolutions because, I mean, come on. Then um, looking at that list, and I'll share a couple of mine that I want to do in the new year, and then prioritizing them. So if you've got, you know, 10 things on the list, prioritize them, put them in order of most important to least important. Then um, breaking that down into smaller goals that are either daily, weekly or monthly or a combination of all. And then um, kind of going from there, there are some really good models for tracking, well, firstly, creating goals and then secondly, tracking them. So one that gets thrown around a lot is the SMART model. And this um, is an acronym. So S is for specific. And this is in order to achieve a goal effectively, it needs to be specific. So a specific goal might answer questions like, what do I want to accomplish? Who is responsible for accomplishing it? 
what steps do I need to take to achieve it? So that's specific. That's the S in SMART. M is measurable. And this is super important. But how will you quantify and then track and measure? Because how will you know when you hit the finish line? So that's about working out, okay, if I want to lose 10 kilos, I've broken that down over three months. So that means this much a week. And then I'm going to track that or I'm going to track my measurements, whatever it might be. The A in SMART is achievable. So this is the point in the process where you give yourself a really good reality check and your goals need to be specific. So you ask yourself, is your objective something you can reasonably accomplish? Is this an achievable goal is the end question you're asking yourself. R in SMART stands for relevant. And this is where you need to start thinking about the bigger picture. Why are you setting these goals? And the overarching in the example I've used is to lose weight. And then T is time bound. So um, to probably measure success, you'll need to have everybody on the same page and understand when that goal is reached. So um, that's SMART. So just really quickly, SMART is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. Those are the core components that uh, it's a model. It's like an academic model, if you like, that's recommended when you're setting goals. Um, use it a lot in the workplace. I have in the past. Um, I do a lot of uh, lecturing around this type of stuff as well at university. So there are a lot of discussions that we have around this model. It's useful. You can adapt it. But um, fuck, it's hot up here. Yeah, it's fucking hot. <laughs> So I'm sure a lot of people have heard of this SMART model. I also like to frame things as positive goals. This is things like eat healthy and exercise as opposed to lose weight. <laughs> um, and I think it's just a nicer way to look at things. Like, yes, you know what your overarching goal is, but it's nicer to, um, you know, have them framed in a way that you see them as something positive as opposed to, oh, yeah, that's right, I've got to lose 10 kilos or whatever the situation is. So I prefer to look at them positive, look at these kind of commitments positively. These are more so promises to myself than New Year's resolutions. Or as I've mentioned, I frame them as things I'm looking forward to in the new year. I looked at what are the 10 most common resolutions that people have uh, created in 2022 going into 2023 these are really really generic I feel like a lot of people would be on the same page but you've got like exercise more eat healthy be organized be organized is one like it's not a new year's thing in life you should be organized for god's sakes like you have to know what's going on otherwise your shit's a mess like just be organized <laughs> I'm not disorganized I just find that one weird. Learn a new skill or hobby, which is cool. I think that's something everyone should probably have on their list. Live life to the fullest. I don't really know what that means. Like, what? What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. For me, it's probably something totally different. <laughs> uh, save money and spend less. Mm, I mean, whatever. Quit smoking slash vaping. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's not great for you. <laughs> I gave up vaping. <laughs> Spend more time with family and friends. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not one that I would make. Travel more and improve your job performance. <laughs> uh, the improve your job performance one gets me a little bit. If you're sucking at your job, you've got bigger problems. I'm sure none of these are a surprise. They're awfully generic. 
So let's just take a little pause for a moment. There was a study published in the Journal of Clinical Psychology that stated only 46% of people who make New Year's resolutions are successful, meaning that over half and their goals that they've set for the new year will not be achieved. There was also a study by a psychology professor, so Dr. Gail Matthews, at a Dominican university in California. And she said that writing down a New Year's resolution is a surefire way to improve that you will in fact deliver on this. And she said that there's something about sitting with a pen and a piece of paper. So this is not about just opening up a note on your phone and making a note. She says that the pen and paper give you a commitment of some description. I don't know. I don't write on paper. I find it really fucking annoying. So yeah, uh, she says that, you know, this writing establishes this intention and I don't know. <laughs> If I ever write something, like, I don't hold, I don't keep paper. Like, I throw stuff out. Um, so for me, it's probably not that good. I don't know. But anyway, give it a go. Let me know how you go. So the things that I am looking forward to this year, eating healthy and exercising, no brainer. <laughs> We've covered that one off. I want to do more of what I love doing and doing less of the things I don't. I want to learn to roller skate. I'm going to relearn the piano because that's something that I've forgotten. Um, and I've got a piano. I want to have more fun, play games, live my life. Um, and I want to allow myself to relax more. So I thought I would do a little research into like some of the worst New Year's resolutions people can create for themselves. If you've got any of these on your list, this is no shade. This is just a little bit of research. I just wanted to know like what are the the worst things that we can aspire for. So there was a few, there was kind of five that stood out to me. Uh the first one was join a band. <laughs> join a band. Like why? If like you're not musically inclined and you're going to join a band, like I'm just confused. <laughs> but if it's something you've been aspiring to for a while, then that sounds kind of like in line with your aspirations but it was just like a random resolution that lots of people make apparently so yeah kind of weird the next one was find someone to marry okay <laughs> let's not let's not if you are single and you expect to find a partner and marry them next year I think you might be moving a little bit too fast maybe just pump the brakes a little bit uh relax <laughs> firstly see if you meet someone and then secondly go from there I think kind of setting a goal I'm gonna get married in 2023 if you are single and not in a relationship is a little bit unrealistic there's um one of the most common is become a millionaire all right. <laughs> cool. I'll see you there. I also think audacious goals like, oh, uh, becoming an actor or, you know, a best-selling novelist. Um, these are like super extreme. And if this is not something that you've shown interest in before, and this is a brand new goal, uh, I don't know how you're going to go with that. I don't know that you'll achieve that in 2023. That's not to say it's impossible because it, nothing's impossible. But mm, uh, time and place. Yeah, it might be a bit of a stretch if this is a goal that you want to achieve in the next few months. And then the other one that people make a lot is going to the gym every day. Okay. 
So it's a good thing to be working out and healthy, but you have to be realistic. No one's body can actually physically enjoy that. There is no way. You are usually in a world of pain come the fifth day in a row. Uh, so no. It made me think of um, <laughs> the first couple of weeks of January at nearly every gym is like it's packed can't get to the machines and then um you know it all starts to dwindle off and we um regress back to our old habits but I was wondering how much money does a gym make through memberships around the December and January time of the year I bet they make so much money and then a lot of people sign up for 12 month contracts and they don't go for like they go for like a month or uh, you know two months and then it like dwindles off there's so much money so I, you know, it's a lucrative business. What am I doing? Maybe I need to get into running a gym. <laughs> anyway, that's my thoughts on um, New Year's resolutions. My thoughts on, you know, getting to that place where you're setting goals or promises to yourself and then kind of delivering on them through breaking them down into smaller pieces. So ideally, that is it for me. I just wanted to reflect on 2022 for a couple of moments. It's been a really big year. I've taught and obviously launched this podcast in uh, 2022. So it's been a lot. I think we're at episode, I think this is 61, but season two, episode 11, I'm pretty sure, which is a lot. That's a lot of content to put out, um, an awful lot. Anyway, um, it's been fun. Uh, I'm really looking towards 2023 and, you know, how do I um, morph or change or evolve? So um, there will be changes coming. There's lots of other little side projects on the way as well. But it's been it's been a pretty good year. Um, I feel like I've done a lot more stuff that makes me happy. I do want to say to 2022, we ended the year on a rough note but also something that warmed my heart beyond anything that's warmed my heart in the last few months so thank you our resident douchebag of all of the douchebags Andrew Tate I refer to him as Tatey because that is what he would be referred to in Australia we would change his last name make that his only name and he'd be tatey he was arrested so he was in like a twitter back and forth with greta tunberg um, and he was boasting about the number of cars he had and the fact that they weren't environmentally friendly and that they harmed the environment and um, for those who don't know greta is actually an environmental activist and she spends time challenging world leaders to take immediate action for climate change mitigation. So she's very big on environmentalism. <laughs> I don't know how the exchange started, but on you know on Twitter, he says something like, oh, um, please provide me your email address so I can send you a list of my car collection and their respective enormous emissions. And she responded to that with, yeah, enlighten me by sending this to... Uh, my email which is smalldickenergy at getalife.com and everyone was like oh you know snap like get that up here anyway the following day Tatey does a little response video you know he's sitting in a robe he's got a 
cigar, fucking wanker, and he's got pizza boxes in front of him, apparently, allegedly, for legal purposes, whatever, fucking come at me, apparently, the branding on the pizza box uh, showed a Romanian brand, and as a result of that, police were able to determine he was in Romania, they were able to track his location, and then the following day, his villa... (laughs) was raided (laughs) there are photographs and videos of him like being handcuffed by law enforcement and he's allegedly being investigated for rape human trafficking and some other charges allegedly this is all alleged of course of course this guy's a fucking idiot hey the funniest part is (laughs) two things he was arrested and then I think it was a couple of days later Greta posts something like um oh and that's what happens when you don't recycle your pizza boxes (laughs) dead like I literally died and he's like I've looked at the photos extensively because I just think they're amazing and there's like video and stuff anyway he looks like droopy like how I would imagine a bowl of jelly is as a person like i don't know if you guys have seen that meme that's like um two guys one of them's eating and the other one's like i don't like you and he goes you don't like me that's kind of how i imagined his face as he's like being escorted out in his handcuffs like seriously bro (laughs) for those who don't know who he is lucky you uh for those who want to know who he is just like the only way I can describe him is he's a shit stain on the underpants of society. That's it. Um, Google him at your own discretion. He's just a dickhead. He's popular for being a dickhead. Whether he believes half of what's coming out of his own mouth, I don't know. Like, it's all those, let's be controversial, we're going to get clout. He's like that. Anyway, he's a loser. Yeah. Thank you, 2022. Thank you for coming through with some amazing work. I appreciate it. I really do. All right. Well, that's all from me today. I hope that you had a brilliant New Year's. You're all recovering well, especially from all the food and drinks that you've consumed because we've had a lot. So in the meantime, you can hit me up on my socials at Aesthetic Vibes Pod on Instagram. Drop me an email, aestheticvibespodcast.outlook.com. Visit my website, aestheticvibespodcast.com. My TikTok, Dr. Ames Kelly. Uh, if you're listening and you want to view, go to Aesthetic Vibes Podcast on Spotify. If you are watching and you'd like to listen, you can also go to Spotify and search for Aesthetic Vibes Podcast. Until next time, bye!